A new policy from the Obama administration has the sinister aim of taking control of local real estate laws under the guise of expanding access to fair housing. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you how it works and why it must be crushed right now in episode number 96. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, my friends. It's so great to be back in the saddle and able to join you each day as normal. Many of you know I've been traveling with my family for the past couple of weeks, and while we had a great time, it's really great to be back with you. So today's episode will be just a bit long, but it's really important. First, a quick question. Do you want to be the investment wizard among your colleagues? Do you want to be the person that others are always asking for advice, the person at the cocktail party that's always got a crowd around because your results are just consistently better than everyone else gets? There's a way to do that. If you're an affluent investor and you like the idea of making very substantial cash-on-cash returns from real estate without doing the work yourself, then check out S3Flip.com. You'll be very glad you did. S3Flip.com. My friends, the Obama regime published a new set of rules last week concerning the housing market, and let me just say, this is even more aggressive than Obamacare, and the effects will be even worse. The new policy is called Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing, and it's a thinly veiled approach to expanding the power of the federal government over the real estate market by injecting racial politics and subjecting racial minorities to second-class citizen status, all in the name of making Uncle Sam stronger and you and me weaker. Here's the idea. Uncle Sam and his infinite... It's not wisdom. Maybe it's more like power madness. Anyway, in his infinite power madness, Uncle Sam discovers that a particular neighborhood isn't racially diverse, or at least not enough such that Uncle Sam is placated. Well, I kind of feel dirty sullying the reputation of Uncle Sam by using that generic term rather than Obama's name, so I'm going to stop now. You and I are adults, and regardless of where you or I stand politically, this is a huge attack on us as individuals and our ability to invest wisely, so I think I'll go ahead and dispense with the pleasantries for now. So let's consider an example. Obama looks at neighborhoods all over the Fruited Plain, and what he finds is a neighborhood in some state, any state, it doesn't matter, and he decides that this neighborhood and the entire locale in which it's located is guilty of racism. Yep, everybody there, they're all racists. Why? Well, Obama looked at the racial makeup of that area and decided it wasn't diverse enough. In other words, he didn't approve of the skin color of the people there. Can you feel Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. rolling over in his grave right now? His dream that his children would be judged by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin? Well, I don't think Dr. King has ever had an enemy bigger than Barack Obama. Anyway, Obama decides that he's not satisfied with the skin color of the people in that area, so he forces the local community to accept Section 8 and other government-funded public housing into that area, even though such programs had never existed previously. Now, note something important here. These areas Obama wants to target, mostly lower-middle-class neighborhoods, there's one and only one impediment to keeping anyone from living there who wants to. And it's not race, it's the ability to buy or rent a home there. In other words, if you've got the money to move into the area, you can do it, no matter what your race. So there's absolutely zero racial discrimination involved, none whatsoever. Alas, Obama is stretching the meaning of an already terrible ruling from the Supreme Court that was handed down three weeks ago. 
That court case addressed an issue called disparate impact, which allows the government to make charges of racial discrimination where discrimination clearly doesn't exist. For example, maybe you have rental property and require that your tenants have a credit score of at least 680. Under this new ruling, it's entirely arguable that you could be prosecuted for racial discrimination if it turns out that most racial minorities in the area happen to have a credit score below 680. Yes, you heard that right. Any policy which can be in any way connected to racial politics, even if the policy has absolutely nothing to do with race, well, that's ground for you to be prosecuted legally and to endure the substantial cost, pain, and humiliation of being labeled as a racial discriminator, even though you clearly are not. The relevance of that case to the new policy from the Obama regime is this. They're trying to expand those policies to include property value by saying, in effect, that if neighborhood X isn't sufficiently racially diverse, according to whatever standard Obama and his cronies are demanding, then that neighborhood and that locale are operating in a racially discriminatory way, and Obama's solution will be to expand Section 8 and other government housing entitlements into that area by force. Well, my friends listening right now who happen to be racial minorities, if you're feeling insulted here since Obama is clearly associating being a racial minority with being poor, well, you should be feeling insulted. This policy is not about ending racial discrimination, but it's simply a way for the government to take over power of real estate law from local government. So two questions arise. How can the federal government do this? And what effect will it really have for Obama to force federal public housing options into areas where such options don't exist presently? Let's take the second question first. Public housing, as a rather consistent rule, damages property value in the surrounding area and increases crime. You have to look no farther than what happened in both Chicago and Atlanta a few years ago when some old public housing projects in those cities were demolished. What happened in those areas? Crime plummeted. Property values rose. It was a very good thing for the safety of the other residents in those areas. It was a very good thing for owners of real estate in those areas. So, forcing public housing into areas where it's presently located is absolutely bad news for those areas. But how can Obama force his way into controlling local real estate policy? Well, he's going to use the foreign aid model. Think of all of the untold billions that the United States gives to foreign countries in the form of nebulous foreign aid packages. The idea is simple. These countries, which are usually strapped for cash, become dependent on the foreign aid from Washington, and so when Uncle Sam comes calling with a demand, the foreign country must comply under threat of losing that free cash. Same thing will happen with local real estate, like so. For decades, HUD, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, has been distributing something called Community Development Block Grants to specific local communities. This money is ostensibly for the furtherance of fair housing programs and the expansion of government entitlements. And it's in the areas where these grants are an essential part of the local budget that the Obama regime will, at the threat of removal of those grants, force those communities to take steps that will make those areas less safe, less valuable, and less desirable. The plan in this affirmatively furthering fair housing policy is to create regional real estate authorities that are controlled by Washington bureaucrats and not controlled by local government. These regional authorities are the way that Obama intends to execute an end run around the current system in which virtually all authority for real estate law and zoning exists at the city, county, or state levels. In other words, it's a federal power grab. And how will the feds know which neighborhoods to target for this type of punishment? Well, another part of the new plan is to build a massive database about every single neighborhood in America. They want to know things like racial makeup, income statistics, quality of public education, etc. Because at the end of the day, this policy is about one thing, control of political power. You see, along with the horrible effects on crime rates and property values, the biggest effect of this program is that it will give Obama and his successors the ability to have substantial control over where people will live who are receiving federal housing assistance. Why does this matter? Votes. Votes. It's all about votes, pure and simple. 
and it's just as heinous and horrible regardless of what party you align with. You see, the harsh reality is this. This is social engineering, pure and simple. When the government can control where people live, people who are totally dependent on the government for their housing, their food, every aspect of their lives, well, those people can be shuffled about geographically by the powers that be to make sure that they have all of the votes they need in vulnerable districts. And whoever happens to be in power at that time will have the ability to engineer the population in such a way as to gain political advantage. This, folks, is not about protecting racial minorities. And it's absolutely disgusting that the Obama team have tried to hide this raw power grab behind a facade of racial politics. But that's the way they do things. But good news. There's action in the U.S. House of Representatives to defund the implementation of this plan. And frankly, there's a good chance this will end up being a hot-button issue in the 2016 presidential election, partly because one of the top choices for Hillary Clinton's vice president will be Julian Castro, who is currently the secretary of HUD and is in charge of pushing this policy out. My friends... Your votes have consequences, and this is yet another terrible, terrible consequence that's good for absolutely nobody except for the federal government. Stand up. Tell your representatives to kill this and make sure it never, ever happens. What do you think about this? I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. This is episode number 95, so go over to sdiradio.com slash 95 and share your thoughts and comments with me right now. Again, that's sdiradio.com slash 95. I'll look forward to hearing from you. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society.